I'm Evan. I'm Ben. And I'm Cameron. And we are Dads with Cars. Manual elitist jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Manual elitist jerks. That's a bumper sticker? Yeah. <laughs> right above a 034 Motorsport. Correct. On, on that. What was it? It was like a little K-truck. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It was, it, this was in front of the table. It was the night that the three of us were there drinking. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. When I sat in my car for a minute doing before some, I came out. Yeah. You were doing something else. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was a Subaru K-car. <laughs> awesome. Those are cool. <laughs> so, Ben, somebody we know finally bought the Moon Swatch. <laughs> We know somebody that bought one. We do. Okay. Wow. Yep. What? What? Are Bro- Brooks ended up with the Moon Swatch. What? Yes. Somebody that could legitimately afford an actual. Well, he just bought state. a. Well, he just bought a Batman GMT. So that's probably why then. So you go Batman GMT, and then you're like, I need the Mission to Neptune Moon Swatch. <laughs> Does Batman just mean blue and black? Correct. Yes. yes. Look at you. That Evan. was that, not bad, right? Yeah. No. Those are what? 12, 13 grand? Yeah. He got it new. He did? Yeah. Oh, good. Hmm. It's probably less than that then. I want the one that you have, but I don't think you can get that anymore. Discontinued. Yep. Yeah, baby. So our friend Brooks, he's all about originality with the 911. Won't even replace the steering wheel or the radio or anything else. And... He bought the Mission to Neptune Moon Swatch and immediately replaced the band. <laughs> well, okay, good. So yeah. you're saying the band must have been like horrific? I, I don't know, but he's not much of a mod. Like, I was like, hey, when I get my T, the first thing I'm doing is getting rid of the stupid vertical engine grill in the back, and I'm going, I'm full on GT3 touring that thing. I want the mesh. And he's like, really? Does it have like the louvers like mine has? Uh, no, they go the other direction. They go this way. Oh, yeah. Which I think no, looks I, really ridiculous. I know what you mean. Yeah, on the new ones. I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah, and then they put the brake lights or two of the slats vertical because right. they couldn't figure out how to get it right in the center. So instead mm-hmm. they put two, which looks really lame. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. So I assume it's steel? Steel. What, the mesh? You know, the, sorry, the GMT. I don't know. What are the other options? Well, you're going to have gold. Or are you can have a like a two tone. No, it's it's one tone steel. Yeah, he's not much of a big pimpin' gold kind of guy. Yeah, he doesn't have gold emblems on his Lexus. <laughs> he may actually have the gold package on his uh, his Forerunner. <laughs> and then, uh, do you know is it a Jubilee or an Oyster bracelet? You're kind of doing the thing that that's an Oyster. Okay, the Jubilee looks like that. Ben, didn't you have gold em- gold emblems on your MX five? Yes, it would. But that was the package. Thank, that was a good memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You couldn't get the green without the My gold. My brain still works. <laughs> yeah, good times. Good, good times. Ten seven. What's ten seven? Ten thousand seven hundred dollars. Okay, that's list. Yeah, yeah. He keeps talking about buying a Porsche, but instead he's buying a bunch of watches. Kind of looks like yours. It is. It is same, same, oh, same thing, just different color colorway. Yeah. Awesome. See what I did there? Colorway. Colorway. Yeah, retail. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Got a lot of years in retail. Is that actual terminology? Yeah, color, colorway. Colorway? Yeah. What does that mean? It's uh, the different color options. So like if a sweater comes in red and blue, but green and black, those are the colorways. I see. 
ways of color. And at Macy's, uh, yes. we were so tricky that we like figured out what the popular colorways are, and we're like, let's change the price. <clears throat> yeah. Which seems like kind of a dick move, but, you know, we did shit like that. Because, you know, there was an evil online retailer that, you know, starts with A and ends with Zon. <laughs> That nobody could figure out how to compete with. Little Jeff. Little did they know. Anyway, cool. Hey, good to see you guys. Been hey. a, been been a hot been minute. A minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a hot minute. We took a couple weeks off. But you don't know, listener, because we've been super consistent <laughs> with deploying episodes. <laughs> Look at us. No, well, I think I think we're, we're like going to miss one po- week. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not. Really? No, you're going to get the, you're going to get this done for me tomorrow, right? Yeah. Que pu- bueno. I'll, and I'll publish it tomorrow, Friday. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Get oh, it done that, now. Let's publish it yeah, now. I don't know if I can do that. Can you edit it before we've recorded it? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can get it to you by Friday night. You're not that good yet. Yeah, I'm not not that good. (laughs) Hey, um, have a life. (laughs) I mean, I I, I know I said this before, but, you know, might as well say it when we're recording. So an actual legitimate podcasting producer heard our podcast and said, hey, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Did you believe them? Well, yeah. <laughs> were they, were, they weren't just being nice. Right. That's what I meant. I mean, she wanted me on her podcast, but oh. still. I mean, she, she did say that the audio production, she appreciated the audio production and then asked nice. if she could come to our studio. No. And I was like, <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> I'm curious. Why why did she want to come? Yeah. To does she want to be on the podcast? No. She does not want to be she on the podcast. She just wants to hang out in a, in, in a place that is capable of creating and forming such art in a crucible she wanted to come to the studio because she had heard the good audio production and we recorded her podcast digitally. So I just plugged in USB mic into computer and we did the entire thing over a zoom like experience called something river river. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. Was it called chocolate river? <laughs> it's called the yellow river by called- a company called IP freely. Is it called Moon River? Mike. You already did that podcast with that woman? Yeah, I did that podcast oh, cool. with that woman. So it's not like a continuing Oh, that's thing. what I... See, remember? I couldn't remember what I was doing Monday night. It was that. Oh, gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. So... And, and was that in a studio? Uh, no, it was in my attic. Oh, that's right. I'm but sorry. But she was Zoom like thing. four gotcha. streets away in her basement. Oh, weird. Oh, cool. That's yeah. cool. So there you go. If we ever want remote people on, like supposedly that's the system to use. Nice. I want to do that. I just, I just when I, we're done, we'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, actually, I think we can do it with this. But yeah, I, I want to do it so that so literally the three of us could sit here, and then you could have like a fourth person virtually. Yeah, that's exactly what she had set up. Right, but not with three other people. No, but I mean, she was like, "This just gets plumbed into a channel, basically." Right. So yeah. So, anyway, so exactly the same thing that we've got set up, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but she was impressed with the audio quality of our podcast. I've, you know, on one hand, I was like, "Thanks, that's that's great," and on the other hand, I was a little bit offended. Like, so were you thinking we were just putting out yeah. schlock? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another uh, we gained another listener there because her husband, they are the parents of a two-year-old, uh-huh. and he really wants himself an air-cooled Porsche. No way, that's he awesome. Does. That's our ideal customer. I right had there. I had this shirt on. <laughs> I'm po- I'm gesturing to the shirt that I have on, which does not have a Porsche, but I have one with a Porsche, and I had that on in the coffee place, which is where I met her. 
And um, she's like, do you have one? I'm like, one what? A Porsche. <laughs> I said, I actually have a few. And she was like, is that what your podcast is? Because the coffee people had prepped her. Oh, he yeah, you should talk to him. He does a podcast. I'm like, what am I walking into right, right. now? It's a little bit weird. I met a at the uh, Rotary event I went to last night. This guy had an Alfa Romeo shirt on. Sick. So I just walked up to him and I said, hey, you know, they say, and he had two kids. They say that if you're a real car guy, you have to, at one point in your life, own an Alfa. And he's, I said, do you actually have one or just the shirt or what? He goes, no, I have one. It's a 1985 Spider, And I've had it for, you know, 20 years or something like that. I was like, cool. I'm a car guy, too. And then he's like, cool. And then that was it? And that was it. Aww. I'm thinking, how could you not ask me what I have? You no. know, I didn't tell him. He doesn't know. And whatever. He but. needed to wear a shirt. You should have been wearing a shirt yeah. with a big horsey on the front. I just thought that was weird. I was like, don't, you just he tell me what you have. Shit. Apparently not. No, doesn't I, give an absolute shit. I just thought the best shirt for Evan. We need to get him a one of 100 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have right here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, probably the situation was he's not really a car guy. He bought that car, probably brand new, drove it once, and like any good outfit broke down, and it's just been sitting in the garage. He's like, I don't know how to fix this yeah, thing. Yeah, the T-shirt's the no. only thing that still works. That's totally, like- <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he, he probably got the shirt when he got the car, and he's like, I'll just wear the shirt. He did make it sound like he drives it very often, quite often, quite uh-huh. often, yeah. He's like, it's got like 30 or 40 miles on it. <laughs> it's the only way to keep that thing working. You just never turn it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like any good. Is that a 240Z on your shirt? It is a 240Z that is a on my gorgeous- shirt. Literally a gorgeous image. The, t- yeah, the, I mean, the t-shirt is really nice. Cool. Appreciate yeah. that. Thanks. Can I just share with you something that I t- that I typed today for the first time in my life? <laughs> Please. I typed I this. This is a premeditated thought from Evan. Ford Power Stroke BD Turbo Mount Vacuum Exhaust Brake. Okay. Okay. What does I, that mean? That is an option that is on my father-in-law's dually dump truck. Pickup. It's a F three fifty. Does it really have a dump truck? Tur- it yes, it's got a ten foot dump on it. Wow, it's dope. I want to drive that. I, I posted it on Craigslist today for him. He wants to sell it. How much does he want? Nineteen nine five zero. What year is it? Nineteen ninety five. Oof. With ninety seven thousand. No, it doesn't year. look great or anything <laughs> no. like that. It's not cool. <laughs> but but it's a very capable like badass machine. That and seems- as I'm typing, it's got a seven point three liter V eight turbo diesel. Yeah. Oh. And That's Ford. Yeah, I was like, listen to all these words can that I, are so cool. Can I do back the to school back. Run in that? <laughs> <laughs> can you roll coal in that? Is more important. <laughs> Did you hear about eBay and the roll coal thing? How they got sued? No. Yeah, they they got sued for like two billion dollars, or they might actually have to pay two billion dollars. Wait, eBay's rolling coal? <laughs> no, but they're selling the kit that makes you able to roll coal. And okay. they got sued for that. They got sued for selling like a hundred over a hundred thousand units, and it, you know How it's bad is for that the environment. Their problem. I really, yeah. I really don't know. It's like, hey, listener, correct me. You know, whatever. But that's kind of basically what I thought I heard. Oh wow! But this was like the environmental police. I, I so don't know. Is it? California? I just saw the headline. Yeah. We may have to headline. move from California. I've decided. Yeah, I'm starting to get antsy about California. Not me, bro. They're gonna outlaw. Not me, bro. They're gonna they're gonna outlaw the internal combustion engine. Well, when they do, we'll talk. But okay. for now, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Power stroke exhaust brake, <laughs> turbo mounted 
SPD oh, power I know. stroke. I, I think I know what that is. You push a button on the side of the the transmission. and It's, a, it's an engine brake. Yeah, it's an engine brake. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it's useful. It's very hilly up there, and you got something that's super heavy in the back of your 10-foot dump truck. I just like it when you say dump truck. Mm. Mm, dump truck. All right, oh, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give a shout out to Horia. Who's Horia? Horia is the dad driving RS6 oh, cool. dude from school. Nice. I, I've never heard that name. What nationality is that? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> Great. Anyway. <laughs> cool. So what's the shout out? Well, no, that was it. I just wanted to say hi. Oh, hey. Ho- hope you're enjoying it. And RS6 is one of my favorite cars of all time. So and I, I was just going to share that uh, I think this was last week now. It, we'd done that thing where like we'd like dropped the kids off at school, but our paths hadn't actually crossed. Yep. We'd like parked our cars next to each other. I get it. If it's not like an RS, then you know, you're parked next to another Audi. The other, the other owner probably just gets in their car and drives away. But you know somebody driving an RS car and you park your RS car next to it. They're going to go, Oh, I wonder who that is. That's, you know, cool. That's cool. Definitely. So anyway, the kids were late uh, the other morning. And so I, you have to pull up out front to the office. And I pulled up and parked up. And as I, as I was pulling up, I saw that he was parked in front of the office as well. So, of course, I deliberately parked right in front of him. And then I got the kids off. And, and he was talking to somebody else. I'd never actually said hi to him, but I knew I knew who it was because we'd kind of waved, but not introduced us each other. And uh, he was talking to somebody else, and he kind of t- did that thing, which is like, "Don't, don't leave." <laughs> he kind of gave me that, like, the, the, the hands. It's like, "I'll be right with you." Yeah, like, we got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so then he kind of finished his conversation with the person he was talking to, and then he turned around and he was like, "Oh, hi!" And he introduced himself, and I introduced myself. And we, That's awesome. And uh, in complete contrast to the conversation that you just described, it was just like, "I am totally a car guy." <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And I'm interested in talking to you. And uh, and I and as before I got out of the car, I'd got I'd picked up a I grabbed a sticker from the glove compartment. Nice. And I, I handed it to him and I said, "Cool, if you're if you're into cars, then you know you should check check us out. Like check you know if you if you listen to podcasts. For a couple of friends and I, we 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 uh, record a podcast all about like dads with cars. Yeah. And no, that's it. I said we record a podcast about cars. And, he, and he's like, "What's it called?" And I said. Dads, dads with, with cars, cars. Yes. and he goes oh my god that's amazing yeah its name is what it is so uh yeah and we did that this whole thing he was like oh you know do you go on drives yes yes i go on yes we go on drives oh do you go to like do you go to car shows yes we do that yeah <laughs> he's like oh my god let, let me know i you know we should go like we should go do driving cars nice. and things so what kind of stereo <laughs> do they have in the uh rs6 I guess it's the whatever the integrated thing is the same as mine. Yeah. But I mean, is there like a brand to it? Is it like. Like Porsche has bows. Porsche has Burmeister and bows, and then the normal nasty Porsche one. And I guess Audi has bows. And well, in the. I think yours is a Bang Olfsen, isn't it? Yeah, I think that was an option. Yes. So that would be what it was. That'd be what it is if it's it's optioned up. Didn't they have Bowers and Wilkins at some point too? Don't know. Yeah, Listen to you, have, man. How many can you name? Uh, well, wasn't Jensen one one that would come in certain cars? <laughs> it's got the that was the Ford. Yeah, it's the got the Craig. <laughs> the Craig. <laughs> it's got the what's what's below a Kenwood? Um, I got it. Yeah, J J and B. No, sorry. 
J&B. Realistic. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's a Radio Shack brand. It is. <laughs> yeah, I love realistic. But but it wasn't it the coolest thing when you got a set of realistic speakers. You oh, put yeah. it in the car, you were like, yeah, oh, like, oh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm rolling now. Yeah. Oh, JBL. That's what I was JBL. Thinking. JBL. JBL. One, then there's JL. So, like, I have JL Audio. I have JL, a JL Bluetooth unit, a JL amp, and JL speakers in my 1602. And that was quite an upgrade. Terry talked about that. Tenoy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the. Um, there's an English brand. I Ro- mean, there, there's. Ro- a- Rogers. <laughs> no, that is a brand. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. But but a high end English quad, <laughs> quad yeah okay, I don't know anyway. I jumped in the uh, Defender and it was like, what is this amazing audio system that's in there? <laughs> and Anne's like, I know it's incredible. And I'm like looking, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like a legit like high end English audio brand. Like it's oh, like it's like Cambridge or something. Is it Cambridge Audio? No, it's um, Wharfdale. You're just making shit up. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. He's all, you know, the duck and grouse. <laughs> that probably is one somewhere. He's like... Foxtail. Yeah, he's like, Odom and your mother. Um, anyway, I, I don't... It, it's, it's like a one-word thing, and it sounds like advanced or... I don't know. It's something like that. Okay. Well, anyway, it's... It, sounds good? I mean... I think I might actually prefer that to the setup that I have with a turntable with it. Uh, when did you when did you last hear it? Uh, I don't know. Over the weekend, I okay. think. Okay, is it still working now? It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't. It, it does not say Lucas next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the sad thing is they don't actually make those in the UK. Of course not. They're made in like Slovakia, right? Probably on the Porsche line because I was reading about you know where Porsches are made. Some of them are made in Slovakia. Hey, speaking of Porsches being made, don't you have a Porsche being made? I have a Porsche being made. Whoa, did they? What, what did nice they send you segue. on that? What did they send you on that? They sent me a thing. Well, the dealer called me and they were like, "Hey, blah, 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 your thing's coming." And I was like, "Great." Why does like, Why does he talk like that? Because <laughs> he's a muppet. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. He sounded like a muppet. Yeah, the, the local dealer, like the person who. <laughs> the, the person who I've never talked to that sent me an email from Porsche sounds like this. We are now making your car. <laughs> and meanwhile, the guy at like Fremont, Fremont Porsche is like, the car the production. Horny, horny, horny car. Okay, chef. The chef, right? Totally. He's on the assembly line. Yeah. Where does the exhaust go? Throwing shit up in the air. Shooting it. Which I think when I sent that to you guys, like ben, Ben's comment was the best, like because they give you this giant paragraph. You know, the every Porsche is made in a just in. It's not even just in time. They made up their own. They, they had term. to. Ha- they had to have their own yeah. term. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. sourced or whatever. And Ben's like, that just sounds like German nonsense. <laughs> yeah. It's like, isn't there an easier way to say that? Yeah. So according to them, it will be done in the next. 10 days roughly what or it starts it starts monday i guess and it takes a week and a half it's like 10 days and then it'll be done i thought they said from beginning to end it'd be four months well i mean there's a bunch of and the shipping of course yeah there's a bunch of that there's you know they gotta assemble the thing and then i guess 
test it and get it to a German port. Man, they make that quick. It was the only one I didn't say that I that I that I would have thought of. I'd have got there eventually. Are we about the the audio still? Meridian. Meridian. Thank yeah. you. Yes, uh, very good, Ben. Meridian. That is it. Ben's like, all I did was go to the Land Rover site. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with Meridian? Yes, very. Is it good? Yes, very good. Yeah, yeah. I was impressed. It's like super high end. Uh, there was always there was like a whole there was a whole period of time when like the high end like stereo geeks like me were lusting after like the they had this kind of half width set like with and the especially like the CD player was really cool the way that the draw came out. Oh and it yeah, up, and it was one of those upside down disc CD players. Yeah, that whole thing, which is yeah. just funny concept of a drawer actually coming out in, inside of a car. <clears throat> No, this was like the home. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so can I read this really quick? Mm-hmm. I, I I had a question quickly. For sure, Cameron on the go ahead. on the on the on the car thing. Yeah, so, the, the, go ahead. So timing wise, yep, they've given you updates of like when it's getting built, when it's getting finished. Yep. But do they actually give you? Uh, here's the date we expect it to be in California. The 16th of December. That was the bit I didn't understand when you were texting. I was like, is that? Is that when they're going to finish it? Is that when it like leaves the factory? Is it that- leaves the factory on the 20... No, the... Th- Hang on. The 6th of November. It goes to production on the 22nd of October. Leaves the factory on the 6th of November. It's at the port by the 16th. Remember, remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a month, basically. And these are all <laughs> estimates. And they've been sure. late so far on everything. So this says, your personalized Porsche 911 will be assembled utilizing the just-in-sequence method (laughs) to maximize flexibility, quality, and overall efficiency on the production line. They just said nothing right there. Can you say that all again, but with a German accent? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) This tried-and-tested concept relies on minimal stock replenishment. At present, at present, approximately 560 series production suppliers deliver com- components to the main plant in Zulfenhausen, requiring perfectly tuned cooperation for the assembly cycle. And then, by the way, they sent me a, a text. They sent me a Slack message yesterday, and they're like, it's late because we can't get screws. Screws. <laughs> they're like, we're out of Velcro. Sorry. Where's that coming from? Like Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, they're like the zip tie manufacturer in Mexico can't get zip ties. Right. They're busy still making grill holders for Volkswagen Mark IIs. And um, do you have pictures? Not yet. There's no. There's nothing to take pictures of. No. Definitely, you can't take pictures of the screws. No. So wait, you said they start assembly when? The twenty second. So that's Monday. Oh, awesome. So they might be sending you... Did, did they only send you the finished picture? You know, that picture you see on Reddit with the yellow things when the thing is complete? I don't know. Like, they sent a photo, which I was looking at. I'm like, that's not my car. That's a Panamera. Hmm. It was like a car that I thought at first was the 911. It was blue in the paint shop. I was like, oh, they're painting the frame. No. It's a Panamera. Why did they send you that? I don't know. It was like a stock photo. Like, look, it's a factory. Are you excited? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, when do they do paint? Because they must Thursday, do- Ben. They always do it on a Thursday. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. No idea. We should talk about like the paint to sample. Oh yes, we should. <laughs> oh, that guy. That guy. Yes. One of one, baby. <laughs> I've got that right here too. Oh yeah. What a jerk. Okay, this, so we are. This is where did that come from originally? You sent it. Yeah. 
It was something on Bring a Trailer. Something was it on Bring, bring a Trailer? No, no, no. It wasn't Bring a Trailer. It was, it was Reddit, wasn't it? No. No, it was Bat. It was Bat. Oh, trailer. Okay. okay. It looks like that. It's a Porsche. No, God. Blech. It's a Ford. Ford. It's a GT40, Ford GT, right? Yeah, yeah the, the new GT40, the second <sighs> edition or whatever. And, okay, get ready for it. It's a $30,000 paint the sample fee. Could we just let that sit in for a moment? Well, yep. It says right here. Because it, that, if you wanted to lock that color down so no one else could. How use much it. is that? How much is that? Thirty thousand oh, dollars. That's on top of the Yeah, so design. you're sixty K in mm. for your own one of one paint color. Can we just I, what I was gonna ask before you get to that bit, what does it cost to do paint a sample on a Porsche? Thirteen five. That's it. That's it. Paint a sample meaning any color you want. Correct. Or well, it, I mean, it's not really any color you want. Right. They give you a palette, and you pick from the. But palette. it's way more than what they just offer. Yeah, it's like fifty or sixty colors. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. So this guy <laughs> orders his car, paint a sample, and then pays thirty k to lock it in. So and lock it in means no, no one else can paint it that color. Nobody else can paint it that color. Right. So my my question was, well, is it just that model year? Or, like, nobody can ever use that paint again in the factory. In the history of man. Yeah. <laughs> they burn that paint after that. They're like, any, you know, upstream ingredients to make, excuse me, this paint, we're burning it. Do they uh, Do they take the guy who makes the paint and kill him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They give his fa- family 20 grand, and they're like, sorry. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, anyway, our idea is we go and buy the shittiest Ford we can find. Which I found. Which Cameron found. Like, the biggest pile of shit. It's the 1985 Ford Escort GT. 1.8 high output. The hoe. We're getting a (laughs) 1.8 hoe. We're getting a (laughs) 1.8. And then we're going to paint it the same color. Yep. (laughs) Nice. One of two, baby. (laughs) And then just contact him and be like, ha ha. No, 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 no. Then we find out. Which cars and coffee he's going to. And we and we park up in the Ford section. <laughs> oh, God. That would be so great. We would paint, like, his had stripes. We'd need to do the stripes. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't do it because it was too close to the McLaren orange. Yeah, that, that whole thing, I was just like... Or it's too hard to paint? What? Why would that be hard to paint? Yeah, they're like, well, the British kind of do paint a different way. Hmm. So we can't do that. But I mean, okay, sorry. What? They do it on the left-hand side of the road. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they paint from the left. Um, what rich person is literally going to the... Well, one, what rich person buys a Ford and is like, I want this McLaren color? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy the Ford... Just buy the fucking McLaren, which right. I'm sure is probably already in the garage. But already I'm just like, fuck off. But then the whole 60 grand to lock it in and make it make it one of one and the fact that it, sorry man it said one of one like multiple times yeah yeah oh god yeah that escort needs to be bought <laughs> that would be so cool i kind of just want one of those escorts to just thrash around and by the way probably when i was uh in high school a really good friend of mine had one of those it had to have been the most capable rally-esque car from one aspect and one aspect only. You could yank the e-brake and get the back end to, like, slide. Oh, uh, yeah. 
he could parallel park literally by like rolling up to a spot and yanking the brake and just sliding the car in. It was brilliant. Yep. And those cars did had no like when they lost traction, the entire car just slid and it would slit slide forwards if you had enough speed. But if you yanked the e brake and got it to slide sideways, it would just keep going. I mean, it was amazing. Weren't they known like in the late '80s when they were kind of popular and first coming out that that they were like were some of the fastest little cars around? I mean, they, I mean, were, they weren't fast. It was like the GTIs. WRX now, you know, kind of. I mean, they weren't faster than GTIs. No, no. Like they were NA and they were heavy, but the weighting on them—I don't know what it was about them. They were they were neutral to a point, and then when they were not neutral. They would just do a four wheel wheel slide. Wow. Which was, you know, when you're 15 or 18, that's about the most fun you can have. Yeah. Speaking of GTI, I saw it when up in that spot I was telling you about on Highway 9, where everybody parks up where those donuts are always on the ground there, all, all the burn marks. Um, there was an MK2 Burgundy in like mint condition that just looked gorgeous. It was like the same car I used to have. The GTI. The GTI. Mark II. Yeah, yeah. Just amazing. It was so clean. Gorgeous car. Yeah. I had one of those I wish I hadn't have gotten rid of. Yeah. Uh, I gained respect on Highway 9, actually, for a Challenger for the first time. Yeah. Oh, God. There was a guy. I forgot what it's I think it's called. I don't know. People call it the <coughs> roller coaster. When you make the left, when you get to 9 and 236 intersection. And, oh, and yeah. You continue on 9 towards Boulder Creek. Yep. And as soon as you make the, you know, a lot of people stop there to regroup. You think you and I yeah, when kind we of try to let someone go. Right. GTRs. So there was a challenge. I was going the opposite way. I was coming from the beach going home. And I was going up 9. And I was whipping on my motorcycle. And I see him up ahead of me. And I caught up to him pretty quick. And then once I caught up to him, he picked up speed even more. And it wasn't really flexing very much, but he was whipping. Like, I had to work pretty hard to stay with him. And I can go pretty fast on my motorcycle, so I was pretty impressed. And he was hitting all the apexes. He never went into the other lane. wasn't sloppy. He was super tight and kept up the same speed, consistency. And actually, what I was really impressed with is that once we got down towards the bottom of nine, I actually stopped and used the restroom there. That's when I saw the MK2. And by then, he was going really slow. And I caught up to him at the end of nine towards Saratoga, and he was just chilling, going the speed limit. And I was behind him, and I thought maybe he'll take off again, and he didn't. So I was like, oh, he's actually mature. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not like me. There's one. But uh, yeah. But he was a capable driver who kind of knew when to hold him and when to fold him. And I thought that was kind of cool for a challenger. Sick. Yeah. So when are you getting your uh, Dodge Challenger Never. Penetrator it's a edition? Giant car, <laughs> Penetrator. Are you getting Such the? Are, you, are you getting the uh, the Hemi with the Violator <laughs> package? The Power Stroke exhaust diesel turbo mounted Violator edition. <laughs> Extra fisting. <laughs> Super fister. Yeah. Non lubricated fister. Spelled with PH. Yeah. It's got the fister ship grift. Double fisting. Oh, God. Yeah. Any, I Double know. overhead fisting camps. Did, did you see the bridge that they're... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Line crosser. Did you see the bridge? How they're building that bridge there? It, it's looking, I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. No, but like I can actually see they built like an arch and everything where the water goes under it, and it looks kind of cool. Huh. They made it look really nice. I have a feeling the metal part, that's just temporary, you know? Yeah. 
and they'll pull that away. And I think there's going to be two separate lanes, two separate bridges is my guess. Oh, cool. Maybe not, but the one oh, is that, that... Is that where all the, the traffic light and shit is? Yes. Yeah. Like where we start our timer? Yeah. Yep. Um, can we talk about nine for a second? Yeah. Sure. I mean, what was the first thing we saw? Like, oh, there was the video. Who shared that of the guy going off? Oh, you. I ben shared, did. But that yeah. was like, it was on the, the Nineberg Ring. Nineberg Ring. Yeah. Which is an Instagram handle that's just a bunch of kids. Yeah, hey, I'm ass. on there. Yeah, he's on there. I actually had to mute it after about a week and a half. I was like, I can't, I can't look at this anymore. Huh. I, I, seriously, I don't know why. I was just like, this and just annoys the shit out of me. Well, I don't, I don't you, really get that many videos I mean, from them. I commented on it. I, I was, I, I, yeah. I was like, why, why do you keep posting pictures, videos, sorry, why do you keep posting videos of people going down the front side of yeah. mine? I, I mean, great. Uh, at, the, not at night at night i mean it's yeah I you're get like it. coasting coast you're just going downhill yeah you really can't give it much gas going downhill uh, so i don't i just I, maybe it was just me i just don't get it and you're shredding your brakes it doesn't make sense but anyway so that car m3 is that what it was i think it was a brand new m3 yeah, yeah. just like the one that i saw crash yes yeah just completely had no idea what he was doing it was one of the worst drivers i've ever seen yeah completely novice just went right off the road with two buddies in the back probably without any fuss either just went oh i'm going off the road yeah, it's now. Like, oh, oh the road goes here yeah Shoo! like midair probably crashed into a bunch of trees who knows what happened I yeah i mean i didn't if, see any follow-up so i don't know if there was a fatality or anything but after that there was a post i don't know i think you sent that saying no was, i think benson oh, okay but it, but it was like it, a warning i was, was kind of like follow i was like the next day or whatever, Trying I, to went, figure I went out. back to the account. I was like, oh, what's going on now? And then they kept posting these reels and stuff like that. They were posting it. They were saying... So what? Oh, the th- tell me the thing about the cops. They said... Uh, okay, so this is like third hand now, but right. whoever runs that account had said that they were talking to a cop up there on 9 or 35. And the cop was basically like, we have a, like a new policy now. If you're going like 30 over the speed limit anywhere up here, it's like instant arrest handcuffs you're done kind of thing wow i wonder how that works like they impound the car and like well i guess they can just cite you immediately for reckless driving yep so we separately i think at the same time for all we were talking earlier that maybe he was going up nine while i was going down on that same drive where i saw the challenger yeah and uh, on the same day at the same time and there were cars just whipping everywhere well so maybe it's a good thing that they're they're clamping down on it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, oh no, I, I I agree. But at the same, but at the same time, it's not really doing anything because that was a Sunday sure. afternoon, and I literally must have. There's probably fifty cars going up. Yeah, definitely going thirty over. Yeah, and I was definitely going thirty over. Um, here and there, I wasn't like constantly going crazy, but I was going to go up there tonight. I told you guys I was because I I went I had I had, on your way home. Yeah, yeah, I did a run to SFO and back, and I was like, oh, I could I could take that. I could go. You know, up at uh, ninety two or something. Yeah, I'd go up there and, and take Skyline, then come down nine. Having just talked shit about coming down nine, but whatever. Um, it's fine. And uh, I just, just the traffic was just so awful. I was just like, I don't, I just don't want to deal with any of this. I just want to get home. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't do it in the end. That's a bummer. Yeah. But I was surprised to see that like nothing has changed <laughs> on Highway Nine. No, but I mean, maybe it's. Maybe it's about to happen, or maybe it's, you know, Saturday morning when everybody's really hauling ass through there. 
Like nobody's hauling ass at Sunday at five p.m. because there's a million yeah, people exactly. there. Yeah, but every I feel like everybody was on that particular evening. It was like just open. Yeah, I was not hauling ass up nine, but really? thirty-five I was. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, actually, it, I wasn't because was in, in a, a way that's almost worse. It's like when if you don't know or if you forget or you're stupid, you're like. <laughs> Sunday, what if you're all three? Or if you're all three at the same time, <laughs> hey, triple triple shot. You're probably driving a Tesla. <laughs> and uh, and you're like, hey, I know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to go up and like drive in the mountains. It's going to be so much fun. And you get up there and then you get all pissed because there's like a eight billion people trying to drive up there. Yeah. yeah. And then, then instead of like going, all right, I'm just going to accept this or turning around and going somewhere else. No. What do you do? You just drive like an a-hole. Right, I've seen that. Where people Aggressive. Like, like, I want to go fast. I want you to get out of my way. You're not getting out of my way. I'm going to go around you. And it's like, dude, it's like Sunday afternoon. Did you expect this to be an empty road for you to whip up? I mean, like... Totally. That's really dumb. Yeah. The, the thing that kind of concerned me, too, is on my motorcycle, you just don't have a chance. Like, I'm watching these cars, and I'm relying on them to be capable drivers, <laughs> and you better be a good driver if you're going that fast, or at least know how to handle your car or whatever. And... One wrong move from any of those people coming up would be right in my lane, and I would just have zero chance of escape, and it could, well, it could easily kill me. You know, clamping down and arresting yeah. people. So it's it, it's pretty scary. Like I'm not worried about me. I'm just definitely worried about other people coming into my lane. Yeah, or making a mistake or pushing over the limit, which obviously we see happen all the time. Yep. I mean. I don't know. Here's where I sit with all this. I'm kind of just done with all of those roads. Like they're they were fun, but we've done them enough now that I'm a little bit like how do I avoid this? Where else could we go that's not congested and filled with people driving like a-holes? Well, on the weekend the answer is pretty much nowhere. I think you can find you can find back like true back roads. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we gone up Alba and there's been nobody there? And I'm not saying that you can whip up Alba, but like that part of the mountains back there, rarely is there anybody back there. And so that whole stretch between 9 to 35 to 84, if I never drive that again at speed, I'm fine with that. I've done it enough and everybody that's up there is usually driving stupid. Yeah. Unless you're up there at like 7 a.m. I've had a bunch of great drives, but like nobody wants to get up and go driving. So it's like, and do see, it by see, myself. That's, that's the thing. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'll never stop riding those roads and I'm never going to be disenchanted with it. But it's more because I feel like I've done it mainly motorcycle on so many times on the motorcycle, but it's usually it's during the week. Yeah. It's not on the weekend. Right. The yeah. weekend well, ruins everything. Right. That's great. I mean, obviously, not many people can do that, I guess. Yeah, I can't do that. But I some, drive from here to Great America Parkway. Woo! Yeah, baby, eighty-seven. <laughs> Catch some air on eighty-seven. Yeah, that and is then, the most fucked up highway. And I've then one hundred and one, where like everything dumps together, like the airport and an eighty-seven yep. dump together, and you're just like, great, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have to go seven is... miles to go to work, and it takes me forty-five minutes. Jesus. Yeah, it's awesome. What about just taking awesome. one and coming over on like Tasman or something like that, or? No. It's not going to save me any time. Doesn't help. No. Hey, I got to say, though, that my Sunday drive, everything I own that's worth driving is busted. But still or again? Still. Not again. 
<laughs> well, I mean, again, yes, but like still. Not, right. It's not like he fixed it and then it broke again. It's, yeah, still, no. it's just still everything's broken. broken. Yeah. Well, we haven't hung out for a couple of weeks. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. So everything's either just sitting in the garage busted or at the shop. So against my better judgment, it was like, box run it up, yo. Yeah. Box it up. Kind of a satisfying drive to me. <laughs> of course it is. It's a great car. Yeah. I was like, Wow. All right. Like, not a lot of power, but when you're in places when you don't need a lot of power, super capable. Yeah. Just kind of a bummer when you're at a place where it's like fully open road and you want to be on it. It's like, okay, I'm in second gear. Nothing's happening. <laughs> uh, nothing's happening. Oh, okay. Something's kind of ha- Oh, third. I mean, it's literally like that. Yeah. So well, you're spoiled from the GT4's power. Yeah. I you're mean, you're about to feel again. Sadly, I think I enjoy driving the Boxster more than I did the GT4 on those roads. I'm curious to see what's going to happen when the T arrives. Yeah, I'm fascinated. I'm, I'm like nervous that you're not going to like it. No, I think I'm going to like it. Like everything that everybody said in every review I've read says it's going to be just fine. Awesome. Yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be amazing. It'll be but... soft and adjustable where the GT4 was not. I'm looking forward to seeing your car and my car next to each other. Oh, yeah. Getting some good photos. Yeah. That'll be cool. are you gonna be like oh yeah (laughs) are you gonna be like thank god i don't like the big hipped ones no i like the big hips okay i missed that on my old uh, c4s okay yeah yeah i I think it looks cool yeah i'm psyched hey you know i was thinking earlier that i kind of forgot to say we could I, i mean i guess that's what like dwa did don't they do like rallies and drives and stuff with their listeners or something how does that work because I already have like the phone numbers of like four people. I was going to say Evan's signing up to start a drive. No, I'm serious. Like, I, I I already told like well like Brian, I wouldn't mind driving with him and Jeff. Was that the guy we met? Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, your buddy in the RS6. Yeah. I mean, just right there, that's six people, including us. Yeah. It'd be cool to meet some new people and go for drives. I, th- totally. I think we sh- I think we should do that. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think our drives would be better than the rallies that we went on, where it was like you and me and about 20 douchebags. <laughs> yeah, we're not douchebags. We'll just take it easy and be together and have a good time. We'll go up to Mount Madonna, do like Uvas or something like that. I think that because that guy Jeff lives in Morgan Hill. Yeah. It'd be cool to head over there, maybe like meet him halfway or something. and Hit the Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the Sonic. Stop the Mount Madonna in. It's so funny that that Sonic is literally like 15 miles away, but it took us like three hours <laughs> to get there. Crisscrossing the valley. That's right. Did you eat at Sonic? Yeah, we, we did. did. I haven't eaten at a Sonic in probably, I don't know, 10 years. That feels like so long ago now. It feels like forever ago. I mean, I think that drive, my GT4 was sitting on a bunch of planks because I had no driveway. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I was like, I got to get this thing... I want to keep this thing behind the fence while it's in front of my house, but I have no driveway. Now I have a driveway. Your driveway is pretty dope now. No GT4. Yeah. Got an empty lift. Got an empty garage, basically. Word. It's weird. Oh, hey. I, I could bring my car over and do things to it. You could. Yeah. Lift's empty. <laughs> do things to it. It's going in, actually. Uh, taking it taking it to precision i can't believe you just said that i was just about to talk about precision really i was like waiting for an opening there okay. it is great here no, it you, comes you go ahead what are you taking it in for they literally called me like cold, ah, like cold they, that's what i was gonna say they cold called me me too two days ago 
uh, <laughs> and I was like, there's no way that you'd be cold calling me unless, unless you had availability. So the first thing I said, I said, what, have you got, have you got availability? And she was like, uh, well, yeah, like today. Yeah. Like I said, like soon. She was like, yeah, Friday. And I said, great. Can I just book the car and come and get an, an inspection? Can you just check a bunch of things on it? And she was like, sure. Great. I got the same cold call from Brandon. Yeah, of course. Just a message. Yeah. I'm not going to call him back. But he was just like, is anything broken on your car? <laughs> He's like, I know you've got a few cars and, you know, maybe something's broken. Uh, it's been a year since you've been here. And, uh, you know, just give me a call. We'll see how you're doing. And look, I like that kid a lot. You know, yeah. he's, I, eh, is that Jeff's kid? It's Jeff's kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. And I I trust him. He's not a bad guy. And I, I like his attitude. He's cool. Um, but the bottom line for me is, as we've said earlier in other podcasts, it's just too expensive for for no good reason. You know, if it was a very technical issue or something like that, and I really was like, I need a shop that just has the technical acumen that I need to get this job done properly, and I didn't care about money, fine. But when it comes to like 90% of the work that I usually need a shop to do on a vehicle, it just doesn't fit the bill for me. Yeah, It's just not what I need. Uh, there's Andy. I mean, why go anywhere else when you got Andy? You can even remember Andy like three podcasts Yeah, ago. I know. <laughs> that was back when I was doing drugs. <laughs> Oh, those yeah. maybe you and Andy should do drugs. Yeah, the old the old days. Yeah, oh, the good three old days. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, sober you is a different you. Actually, it's been about two months. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe two and a half months. Sounds like you're like a hardcore addict when really you just smoke. Yeah, a bunch I just smoke. I just smoke a little dope. <laughs> yeah. Evan, That's we're so I glad did. you're off the off the fucking. Oh H. my god! <laughs> Thank God, man! Thank God you're off the H. I really, I do think that since I have chilled out on the smoking of the weed, that I don't know the water's running all day. <laughs> <laughs> You're in shooting up, but I was, I was. Um, I'm happier. Like good. Like my mood is better. I sleep better. Nice. I everything's better. Your eyes bleed less. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. eyes bleed. <laughs> yeah, there's less blood coming. You shoot, my I mean, you shoot less crack holes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had to bury less of your dead hookers lately, and that makes me happy. <laughs> I mean, but the minute you go back on your hooker killing spree, you let me know. I got a nice clean shovel ready to go. Yeah. He got a you got a clean Q5 as well. So. I got a clean Q5. I can throw those <laughs> nasty hookers in. I got an Argentinian to help me load them up too. Oh. Yeah, we now we just need some Colombians. You can have Coke and dead hookers. <laughs> I got some Colombians. Dude, I just smoked a little pot. Chill out. I know, right? <laughs> Do you think you could get away with opening a bar that's just called Coke and dead hookers? <laughs> Wait, Coke and what? <laughs> dead hookers. Coke and dead hookers? I thought you said Coke and dick. <laughs> Same thing. Same just, thing. You hear what you want to hear, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what sounds good to me right now? <laughs> Coke and dick. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yummy <laughs> sausages, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're not talking about the soft drink. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the um, the red Corvette at the Rotary party with the doors that went up like the Lamborghini? Yeah, was yeah. It, was it a little one? I was hoping it was little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Prince, I miss <sighs> you. <laughs> so apparently. My, you know, my dad, he's 79. He got a job at a batting cage just to kill time. Yeah. So he's at this batting cage today, and I it's like his second day on the job, and I went in to visit him. 
and there was another guy there and my dad goes oh you should meet the owner he's really cool he actually owns this auto place it's a tuner shop and it's called tps motorsports and i was like tps motorsports that's ringing a big bell in my head and then i realized that's the same guy that owns the red corvette oh god so the guy that owns the red corvette is my father's boss wow 55 plus retirement community yeah yeah he was looking for some old people to run his uh batting cage in the office okay that just got gross like the <laughs> combination of all of that stuff of like you know some dude driving a corvette's now pimping your dad to work at a <laughs> batting he's like, cage he's pimping your dad out to smash bowls <laughs> Yeah, with a big wooden bat. It was funny, right? When I turned up today, you know, it's only a second day, and you know, you got to learn the computer, and he's the only one there. Yeah. And uh, the manager is a young kid who's available on the phone. So there was a there was one kid there. They just opened at two o'clock, and he checks the kid in. The kid's hitting these like sixty miles. He's in the 60, hitting, hitting balls. He's hitting the sixty mile an hour balls. Yeah, it's actually a good deal. Fast balls. Twelve bucks for an hour. That's of cheap. Nonstop. I was yeah, like, that's pretty nice. good. Twelve hours for. An- uh, 12 bucks for a non-stop hour of balls yeah smashing balls man i mean think about it smashing <laughs> could you balls. even handle an hour i don't think i could <laughs> yeah your dad's a maniac but my dad of course which was actually really cute he, he couldn't he couldn't figure out the computer he was totally stuck he had to call a couple times i said dad next time you call the guy keep him on the phone until the transaction's finished until you yeah. until you figure it out but he did and the kid was nice and and my dad was in such a good mood and it was so good to see him like that and you know he's just behind the counter with a in a, with a freaking register at a little so shop, cool. and I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it was a trip. So where does the Corvette come back into the story? Well, no, no, it was just weird because if that other there was an other guy there, a customer. Yep. If he wasn't there, I never would have known. My dad said TPS Motorsports. I never would have thought of it. And then I said, by chance, is that guy have a red Corvette? And my dad said, I have no idea. And the other guy goes, Yeah, he does. It's got the doors that flip up. Oh, and, and I was like, like, Oh, like, that's the guy. Yeah, that's like, the guy I, that I'm going to test know drive. This car. <laughs> it's bad because I've talked a bit of shit about that car. <laughs> but he's a good guy. He's I'm not going to say his name, but he's a really nice person. And he's a really great guy for the community. He's like philanthropic, and yeah, he's a good guy. But just in case he's listening, when you do that and you put the the, the doors up, that's an invitation for anybody to get in your yeah. car. Yeah. Next time that happens, I'm going to eat brownies and get in that car. <laughs> eat brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about sticky shit that I got on my hands and leave behind on the. I'd be more like wheel. a chicken wing shrimp cocktail. Shrimp yeah, cocktail. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's With, like shrimp in one hand and the cocktail in the other yeah. hand. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about your alcohol. Tara, <laughs> I thought just, I saw. I thought it was a napkin. I <laughs> should tell him added down napkin. Tara, um, might be it's a bit stinky now. <laughs> I was gonna say though, like, uh, do you think when Jimmy Buffett died, was he sad? What do you mean? Was he was he sad when he died? No. He was dead. How could he be sad? Not Jimmy Buffett, the dude that owns the Corvette. <laughs> He, you, are you saying he, you think he's a Jimmy Buffett fan? He would have to be. They all are. I would like. I I would really enjoy knowing what shirt he wore. The, right. The next day. Right. I That's what know, I'm saying. Well, I just want to know like what his presets are and what what like his what what CD is in the CD player inside Western the Corvette. <laughs> Looking for my Corvette with the shitty doors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, Dude, I'm sorry. You're a respectable human being. <laughs> Bra. 
But oh, you have to be nice to him now because he gave your dad a job. Is that well, you gotta, oh, look at that. Yeah. You, you got to know that buying a car like that and doing that to the doors, some people are going to make fun of it. Some people. Those, some people say those, that those, are, those doors are lame. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gay. That would have fit in perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what, I, I, what I'm saying is those people are us. <laughs> Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> we are the people making yeah. fun of your car. So, I, you know, I wouldn't make fun of it so much if he didn't put the doors up everywhere he went and like yeah. leave them open. Doors up. Arrow up. Doors although, up. Although think let's think of it this way. He does own a tuner shop. He does probably sell that particular part that makes your door flap up like that. Well, hopefully eBay gets sued. Well, m- maybe he's maybe he's doing it as a marketing scheme for himself, right? You know, just to be like, hey, hey maybe he created maybe option. he created that hinge. Yeah. like that, I mean, that's just pretty that, impressive. Yeah, that'd be cool. Good job for creating that hinge, buddy. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that hinge. Anyway, one degree of separation. Yeah, I've had one degree of separation in some bad places too. Well, maybe the next time week. you're you're smashing balls with, you know, super fan number one. He'll let you drive the Corvette. Oh, so then my dad, you know that curvy road that goes from the villages down to Hellier or whatever? Nope. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's like a super curvy, fast road. Speed limit's 45 or whatever. Anyway, so it's an eight-minute drive for my dad to get to this place. He told me how much time it took him the last two days. He goes, well, the first day was eight minutes, 30 seconds. Now it's eight minutes, four seconds. I'm like, <laughs> No. You need to stop that right now. You know, drives the F type, and he's and it was parked right out front. And I was like, "No, that's just going to get you into trouble if you're like timing yourself on your way to work." Yeah, don't do who, that. Who would do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, who would do that? I know, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I time myself, but I didn't put it on the on the board on the leaderboard or whatever. Why? Because I just wait until you evidence. Get a... It's evidence. Oh. I don't want to put it into evidence. You need to get a <laughs> a loner cayenne. That's where your fast times come. Yeah, yeah baby. When, when you want to turn a fast time. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the Cayenne. Take your uh, take your one of one hundred to where was it? The same place I'm buying them. Yeah, where, where, which, which Porsche Fremont. Fremont. Yeah, take it to Fremont. And say, hey, hey uh, I need to set a really fast time. Can I borrow a loan? <laughs> Can I trade you for the day? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, you don't even need to do that. Just go in and basically be like, I need the alignment on my nine nine one done, and they'll be like, great, and they'll back that shit. Into I know, a could, you know like, Panamera. Can I, can I have it without the optional body damage, please? <laughs> yeah. Well, with a nine bird ring, ring and all, I'm surprised there's not a timing sheet somewhere. Yeah, I mean there probably is amongst some groups of friends somewhere, but I would Fast, think fastest time down nine. Yeah, yeah right <laughs> at night. I but, used my brakes once, but I'd love to see like, you know, what's possible, I guess, or whatever. What's possible going down or up nine? Yeah, I mean, like with the just the general community at large, with you know hundreds of people doing it, right? All different types of cars. Yeah, don't you think somebody in a Subaru WRX STI is going to set the fastest time? Could be. Yeah, could be. I highly doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> I I think like some like Miata is going to set the fastest time. Yeah, maybe like a V eight powered supercharged say, yeah, Miata, like a bit swooped up Miata. Yeah, yeah, uh, or a S two thousand. Yeah, possible. Well, I got to tell you that that Miata that I was falling down in the sixteen oh two was not. Setting the world alight. No. <laughs> no. Hey, maybe it'll be a challenger. <laughs> <laughs> Violator edition. 
now with the penetrator motor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you, they've, they've done away with all the like, themes of hell, right? they got to come up with something else. Why not date rape? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Date rape edition? Yeah, they're like... DRE. The, <laughs> the roofie... <laughs> like, roofie mobile? Yeah, this, this thing comes with full roofie motor. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It feels like you're you're pigeonholing the owners of the car here. It's well, it's really fair. funny. Like I think I was telling you guys, you know, <clears throat> coworker discovers podcast. The next thing after is this you comes you guys are making fun of like dodges. I have a dodge and I'm not even offended. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, the fact that she's not offended is good. Yeah. It's good. We're not we're not haters. I mean, I mean, we are haters, but we're not haters. No, we're not, not really. Not real haters. I, I honestly, I, I want to meet the guy with the Corvette. I want to see the car. Yeah, I've met well, him. He's a super nice guy. Then all you need to do is go to a rotary event. Well, yeah. clearly, yeah, that's the, what's missing in my life right now. <laughs> oh yeah, Look, that's missing in your life for plenty sure. Plenty of good people make bad choices. You know what I mean? And that's By, okay. We forgive you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You Join do. The car. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not you. I love your choices. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the thing. We should all join Rotary and help up the game of the car people there. Guys, look, there are things that you can actually do a right-hand turn and a left-hand turn in and not not fly off the road. Isn't it amazing? I don't know. I drove my father-in-law's white Corvette, which is just like that, guys, and that, that thing handled, man. I'm not saying it handles like my car. but Hey, it man, it's America's Ferrari, all right? Yeah. 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 Oh, and the M4 guy with the convertible that put his hood up? Yep. Uh, he lives in your neighborhood. Oh, God. And when I picked up Alex to take him to that event yesterday, he was like in front of us leaving San Salvador Street. That's not the guy that we need to find. No. It's the e-tron guy we need to find. Which e-tron guy? The guy that put the hood up. Oh, yeah, the e-tron <laughs> yeah. GT with the hood up. Yeah. No, we need to have a chat with the guy with the <laughs> the baseline came in with the arrow up. Yeah. The arrow's still up. I have seen that a lot now. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things when you like point it out. Now you can't unsee it. Now I it. can't unsee it. Yeah. I keep seeing it everywhere. It you know, we got to give them a break. It, it's like no, we don't. if you're a child and you have a little matchbox car and the little thing goes up and down, you're going to leave it up to show all your friends how cool it looks. No? No. So how old do you think he is? Well, that's the thing, right? He's young at heart. He's still a child. No, I, I wouldn't do that, but but I can see. I think those, I can see people doing. If that. we're gonna make a sweatshirt, that's the sweatshirt we need to make. Yep. Arrow up, arrow down, arrow down. No arrow up with a circle and a line through it. No, no, no. Oh no. yeah, yeah. No, I like no, that. no, no. Like, that. like I want to do the one like that is the that actual is, that is Porsche the dash button right. with the big arrow pointing down. Like yep. put that shit down, fool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I pulled out uh, pulled out away from school pickup the other day. Kids were so we were in the car driving along and uh, pulled up on I think it was in front of us or behind us was a an S and no it wasn't an S seven it was an A seven oh cool uh, which I, has really grown on me I didn't I didn't I, I love that car I they're big they're but big nice. uh, anyway arrow up yeah and I'm Boo. like I'm like dropping your kid off yeah not even not, you know just, he might have spun out of control in the drop off zone <clears throat> yeah. Or, <laughs> or never or, know, or like pulling away. Yeah, he's saving yeah. lives. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, planted to the ground. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of that, F one. It, it did have dealer plates on it though, so I was like, oh, you know, I, I might let him off. It's brand new. Yeah. 
He doesn't know what the button is, maybe. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a cool button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, some, what does I, this do? Or like, no, I, I, quite often I get in the car and Elwood is like, uh, Dad, can I put the can I put the arrow up? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, there's rules. Hey, one one thing, since you brought up your son, you were like, hey, he likes Lamborghini more than he likes Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. How'd that make you feel? Well, you know what my comment was? He's got mad appreciation for Audi. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He does. He, he does know that. He does. Oh, he does? Yeah, yes. we, we, I, I'll never forget this. So we walked up. We were, they used to do this Cars and Coffee thing on Santana Row. It was run by this group called 100 Octane. And it's, all, it's always like Lamborghinis and you know, R8s. And like, it's all like super, super duper car kind of crap. And they, they used to close off like Santana Row and they'd, all the cars would pull in. We were down there one weekend and there was a Murcielago like pulling in or we'd seen one earlier. That was it. We'd seen one earlier and I, I'd made the comment. I was like, oh, that's a nice Audi. And he'd said, what do you mean, dad? That's a Lamborghini. I said, no, it's not. It's an Audi. And he, and he was like, huh? So I explained that there was the same chassis and it was made by Audi. And da, 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 da. So then we're like walking down, down like the, the main bit of the street and like the guy's like parking the Murcielago <laughs> and the window's down and everything. Elwood's walking past the car and he goes, nice Audi. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. awesome. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Did he get a response at all? Or oh, no. no. Do, you, do you think he heard? I'm sure he heard. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. Especially coming from a child. Yeah. Sick Audi bra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the 10-year-old. Yeah, that's good times. Um, I had done, I was saying earlier about F1, like, I was like, why are the sparks flying out of the cars? Oh. Yeah. And then I did all the research on that. Yeah. And that shit is freaking cool. The tungsten, like, you know, little markers that they put on there that come out like no more than three millimeters yeah. from the bottom of the car just to make sure it's not damaging the wood. Yes, it's made out of wood. Yeah, like the What's pressed. Made out of wood? The, the not, bottom not, of the car. Not only is it made out, it's balsa wood. Right. It's like pressed floppy plywood. It's like plywood. Yeah. It's like pressed plywood. It runs down the center of the bottom of the car. Okay. I don't really know why they use that wood. Why do they use that wood? Do you know? Because it's soft. And it's light. Yeah. I guess. Well, what does it do? So I, I, as I understand it, there's a requirement for like the clearance, like the lowest clearance on the car. So they right. just if it's so, if it's not sparking, then it's not in regulation essentially. And then they they make it something sacrificial, like wood, so that as it wears away right. during the work during the race, then it's you, not like the carbon fiber exactly the stuff that the fancy stuff. So when the car's bottom bottoming out, yeah, got it, yeah, got it. And it only sparks when the car is at super high speed when the you know, downforce is at its greatest where the car is, it's hitting the ground. Freaking okay. insane. Cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I like those tolerances. Yeah. Three millimeters. <laughs> I like cars made out of wood. Yeah. I I mean, never I, I'm a huge Morgan fan, right. by the way. <laughs> I never would have thought that there was any wood on an F1 car. There's wood in the F1 <laughs> car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so many things I want to say. But I'm yeah, not, I'm the violator yeah, edition. It's not going to do it. No, it's not going to happen. Do you want to talk about oily cans? <laughs> I kind of want to give a shout out to all the people that now listen to this podcast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, 
We couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. I was going to name some people. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we've already named Jeff. And Brian. And Brian, who we've met along our journeys. Yep. I would say the BMW crew of Diego, Jeff, Danny, Jan, and Alex. Ben's new friend. What's his name again, please? Horia. 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 Nice. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Seriously. Angela in New York. Thanks for listening. Lee Wen in Argentina, who asked the great question about muscle cars. My my brother, Josh, in Josh. DC. We got a DC listener. Yeah. My ex wife, yeah. also in DC. Nice. Yeah. My dad. My dad likes to listen. Yeah. My sister said that she listened. Yeah. 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 That's at least like 10 people. <laughs> <That's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you out there that's listening, identify yourself. Who's Send us an email. Guy? We'll uh, we'll mention you. Send us a question. <laughs> Stand still, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There was someone else that listens. <laughs> yeah. That Who was guy? that guy? <laughs> a guy. Yeah. Hey, have we I had any watch. emails recently? Um... No. <laughs> I've been emailing back and forth with Brian because he said I'm about to put a, a a booster seat in the front of his GT3. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and he said he wants to be a guest. And I said, we're not quite ready, but um, I'll definitely let you know when we are. So we'll be patient with that. And when it happens, it happens, you know? Uh, you went on a long drive ride. Drive ride. Yeah. Ride, ride drive. Ride. This weekend. Yep, took my motorcycle to Winnemucca in the middle of, I love that name, in the middle of Nevada to see the annular solar eclipse. So cool. Which is funny. It makes me think of something. My wife was talking to my father-in-law today, her dad, and he was like, oh, it's a big difference between Evan and I. I wouldn't walk out my backyard to see an eclipse. He's like, but but he drives 900 miles to go see an eclipse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, but uh, yeah, so it was 450 miles round, I'm sorry, 850 miles round trip. Oh, okay, so it wasn't 850 miles there and then 850 no. okay. No, it's a six-hour drive with no stops, but of course I stopped a couple times, got to get gas on the bus. So how was the drive? Fantastic. Yeah? I left on... Wait, I was pretty I jealous, I was sitting here working, and then you were I'm texting. I'm sorry, and dude. Yeah, and you were like texting, you're like, oh, I'm here, and I'm like, whoa, what a time did you leave? <laughs> I, brought, I brought you with me in spirit. I know. But I left Friday morning at like 8.30, and I got there at 3.30, and found, you know, went up and down this dirt road that I had already kind of pre-planned, it's just a BLM land, uh, Bureau of Land Management, which means you could just camp anywhere. Okay. And um, there were people camped all over the place, but not like a swarm of people. And they were all there for basically the same thing. Everybody was there for the eclipse. That's so cool. Yeah. And I guess the people of Winnemucca said that there were supposed to be 20,000 visitors that weekend. It didn't really feel like that to me, but what do I know? So, yeah. Found a campsite where I, you saw that picture of my tent. Like I loved in the it. middle of nowhere. Yeah, I loved it. There was like nobody around me. And <clears throat> I was telling Cam earlier, one of the coolest parts of the trip was the people I met. I met this guy in an old late 80s econoline white van with a canoe strapped to the roof <laughs> and apparently he was on the first episode of deadliest catch he was a crab oh, cool. fisherman and when that episode aired right after that he got crushed by a crab pot and he oh, hasn't, hasn't worked since wow 
but he's old enough where he's got some social security and disability and whatever. And he just lives in his van and his teeth are all messed up. His name is uh, Marcus. Super nice guy. And we just had great conversation. And he was quite knowledgeable about a great many things. Like <laughs> he was a smart dude for sure. Awesome. And he's a Buddhist and he just travels from like temple to temple meditating and goes to all these he doesn't like the city, but when he needs to work for a little extra money, he goes he, he has a place in Seattle or family or something. And he goes up there and just works at the docks and makes some extra cash and then goes around and travels more. Great. That's awesome. And uh yeah, pretty cool life. And um, he asked me if I would, when I went into town, I was going to grab dinner at like 4.30. I said, I won't be back for like three or four hours because I just want to ride around a little bit in town. And also when you get back, there's no fire there. There's no, nothing going on. So it's like, I'm just yeah. going to get back and go to sleep. It's yeah. pitch black. It's cloudy out. There's no moon. There's like nothing. Um, and when I say there's no moon, it's like cool because I think... I know why there's no moon. Yeah. It's about to align with the sun and yeah. the sun is right behind it. It's so cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went down, I, I got him a beer. He asked me if I'd get him a Modelo red beer, bring it back. So I did. And in the morning I went and had dinner that night. I met another guy at the bar that I'll mention in one second, but I came back and in the morning he woke me up. I was already awake, but at like seven fifteen, he walks up to my tent. He's like, Hey man, you awake? I'm like, yeah, I'm just laying here. I'm about to get out. He's like, I got a hot cup of coffee waiting for you whenever you're ready. I was like, what? <laughs> nice. And we love our coffee, right? Yeah. So the fact that I could wake up in the middle of nowhere like that and have somebody just give me a hot cup of coffee was pretty epic. So I enjoyed that with him that morning. But that night, it was weird. It's such a small town. <laughs> and I watched this red 450F motorcycle go up and down the dirt road a couple times. And I was like, oh, that's the perfect bike to have out here. You could really take it anywhere and whatever. And when I went to this bar, it was a barbecue place that's a really cool bar inside. It's called the something pig or the pig or something like that. And I noticed the motorcycle sitting outside, the same motorcycle. So I park next to it. I go in and I go to the bar and I notice there's a guy with a motorcycle jacket and a helmet. And I go and I sit right next to him. I'm like, were you just up at Water Canyon Road? And he's like, yeah, was that you on the GS? Because you know, I had my helmet with me and I was wearing my jacket. And he saw me. And yeah, we sat next to each other. We totally like hung out for like an hour. Awesome. And I bought him a drink. And we, he's a gold miner. And he um, works 3,500 feet below the surface of the earth four days a week. Wow. And he's been doing it for 27 years. Wow. I was like, holy shit. Like, what a life, you know? And he said he loves Nevada. And all he does is ride his motorcycle all over, like all dirt roads and just crazy technical stuff. And... He's just a really interesting guy. But yeah, the trip was super chill. And in the morning we woke up about an hour and a half after we were awake. The eclipse happened. It was a bit cloudy, but it was just cloudy enough where you could see the eclipse. But um, you could actually just look at it with your bare eyes because the clouds were blocking everything just yeah. enough, but you could still see the sun. And then literally the second the eclipse became full, instead of watching it dissipate, I just hopped on my bike and took off <laughs> and rode all the way the fuck back home. I went through Tahoe and had an amazing meal there. And um, yeah, that was about it. It was like super chill. Great trip. Yeah. And I, I, I usually like kind of haul ass on the bike, but this trip, I just went like 70 the whole way. Yeah. I never really sped. I don't think I ever went over 80. 
And, you know, maybe the last hour on the way home on the highway in San Jose, I was just like, get me home. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of started booking it a little bit, just kind of racing through traffic. But for the most part, out in the middle of nowhere, even when the speed limit was 80, I was going 72. Mm. Just taking it easy. So, yeah, it was real peaceful. Had my earplugs in. It was nice. all quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a really good trip. Very quick. There and back. It's funny you say about, like, the, but you could do it. There was a, it was a moonless night. Because the, the, Elwood said exactly the same thing the night, the night before. Because we were, uh, I was getting my telescope all set up. I was, I was like, hey, I, I said to him, like, if we're gonna go do this in the morning. I gotta go figure all my stuff out because I haven't pulled it out of its cases and stuff in ages, and I don't, I don't want to like drag everything to the go to the park because we can't see the sun here in the morning. So I was like. I don't want to drag, drag everything to the park. I just need to figure out like exactly what I need to take. And we're just going to put that in the car now. And then we're going to be done. And so he was kind of getting into it and he was like, Hey, so uh, if I go outside, can I see the moon now? And I was like, no. And he was like, Oh, why? And I said, think about that for a minute. And he, and he was like, what? And I said, it's a kind of a mind fuck. It is. <laughs> and I said, uh, what are we doing tomorrow morning? We're, and he said, we're, we're going to go look at the eclipse. What's an eclipse? Well, it's when the, like the sun, and the moon, oh. <laughs> yep. You know what's cool, too, is when I was talking to that guy, Marcus, he's a bright guy, but he was a little, he's not an astronomer or an amateur astronomer, kind of like I am. So he goes, oh, so in the morning, we'll be looking over there. And he points kind of northwest. He goes, because that's where, that's where it's coming from. And I go, well, you're actually right. The shadow is coming from like Coos Bay, Oregon, you know, pretty much. Right. And it's going to head it's going to haul ass over over to where we are in the middle of Nevada. I'm like, however, where's the sun going to be? You know, I'm like, the sun's just going to be rising in the east like it always does. He's like, oh, yeah. I go, but so when, when he said that, it kind of makes you feel the movement going on, you know, like yeah. the, the mechanics of what's happening. And we both like kind of had this epiphany. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like... And you're right, too, because the shadow is coming from that area, but it, that's just the shadow. We're still going to be looking this way to the, to the sun. So they're really cool. Because, uh, so was it, uh, yeah, your image, by the way, was gorgeous. Thanks. I mean, really nice. They're really, the, I, what I love about that image is that, uh, and by the way, the only, the only way I could do that, I took like about 400 shots. Sure. And you just find the one that happens to have like really clean, uh, like the atmosphere is really still, so you get a good image. Um. But uh, so I took the boys to the park and got set up and everything, and they were like running around with their eclipse glasses. And the, it's the weirdest thing; like you can take all these pictures, and it doesn't really do it justice. But when you look at it, either through just the glasses, or you—I was looking at it through the telescope, or just on the viewfinder of the camera, right? It looks three-dimensional. Like it really looks three-dimensional. Like when you look at it, like through the glasses, even though you're just looking at basically the sun and the moon, and they're like that far away. It's not magnified at all is what I'm trying to say. It's just yeah. like how you'd normally see the moon in the sky. You get that real kind of sense that there's like some some sort of cosmic event happening. Yeah. And you, you can really sort of sense that like the the the, the moon is three dimensions. Yeah. And it's kind of, an, uh, you, you kind of watch it move in front. Well, especially for me anyway, during the annular, like when it makes that perfect ring. Yeah. It's like whoa like the whole plane of the solar system is so perfectly flat yeah like it would have to be so perfectly flat in order for that to work it would never be a perfect circle like that otherwise it doesn't happen anywhere else in the solar system did you know that what an, an eclipse yeah i guess that huh. makes sense yeah i mean uh, uh, so 
there might be an annular eclipse, right? Or there might be a partial eclipse, but there's never like a total eclipse, like where, like where the sun is exactly blocked out. It would have to be one big ass moon or, or a small moon or the perfect size. That's no moon. That's a space station. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I mean. It doesn't happen anywhere else in the solar system. Right. So it's, yes, you're absolutely I never right. thought about that. Yeah. It's got to be the perfect size. And so cool that in only a few months from now, we're going to get a total eclipse just because of the apogee or perigee of where the moon is right. compared to the yeah. distance from the earth. And then, uh, so I mean, uh, duh. So I showed Elwood the picture that you sent, and he was like, "Well, how come we didn't see that here?" And I said, "Because we're here, and Evan was four hundred miles away." But I'm blown away by how much of the eclipse happened here yeah. for only four hundred miles difference. Yeah, I thought it would only be like a little sliver coming out of it, but yeah. it really dug into it a good amount. So, and I explained to him, I said, "Well, so next year we're going to go see like a total eclipse, and it's and he's he's like he's like, where is it?" I said, well, "We're going to have to go to Texas." And he goes, "Why do we have to go so far?" And I said, "Because you have to be in exactly the right place at yeah. the right time. You could be like twenty miles that way, and you wouldn't see it, yeah. right? But you have to be like in exactly the right spot." And he's he's like, "Oh, I don't know if I do. We have to go that far." And I said, "Yes, we're going that far." And he goes, and he's like, "Why?" And I said. Because it will blow your mind. It's a it's a <laughs> tough order. I was talking to Cam earlier about this. Like, the the airline tickets have tripled already. Yeah, already, I'm sure. So you're talking twelve hundred bucks to fly to Austin, and all the hotels are sold out. You can't. I mean, we have a friend there. Thank goodness that we could stay with. But I, I don't know. After this eclipse, I enjoyed it so much. I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm going to do that. But it's like, how am I going to get out there? I'm not paying twelve hundred bucks for a ticket getting out there. You've seen that before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did. I saw it in 2017. Yeah. Um, I do want to go, and if I do go, it might not even be Austin. I was thinking I could fly to DC, and then hop in my brother's car with him. Yeah. And drive to Ohio, which right. is about a seven or eight hour drive. Yeah. And check it out there. So we'll see. I, I'm not totally sure. And we'd have to camp because same thing. Everywhere along the line, the, the hotels sell out. Yeah. I don't know that they're all sold out yet, but with the plane tickets tripling just for that weekend, pretty interesting that that many, that many people are into it, you know? Almost as into it as Cam looks like he's into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a second drink and I'm tired. He's <laughs> just like, <"Huh>, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all about the total eclipse of your heart. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Who's the person that sang that song? Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Somebody should have been blasting that that morning for sure. Yeah. She needs a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Only a hero. Is that real B-side of me? That's no. Very B-side. You just pulled out a Bonnie Taylor B-side. Uh, I, we were listening to uh, uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Did Breeze you get the ring of fire? Yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think That's of that. good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon? Yep. Oh, and by the way, I met when, some- I, when I took that picture, I was listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. Yeah. Of course you were. Uh, we met some Germans. Yeah? Yeah, or not we. I did. I was sitting outside the pig later on in the night. What's um, the pig? The, the barbecue place where I met the miner. Okay. Got it. The well, mi- M I N E R. Yeah, minor, not minor. <laughs> he met a minor. <laughs> hey, seventeen. So these two guys are walking around, and they both have cameras hanging off their necks, and they're taking pictures of downtown, if you can call it that, Winnemucca. And um, I was like, "Hey, so you guys here for the eclipse? Yeah, yeah, eclipse. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously, like yeah. real deal." 
And I guess one of them lives in Switzerland now, but they're both very German. North, they live in North Germany. And um, they were super friendly, and they said they're here for the eclipse, and they brought like a tracker and like some telephoto lenses, and they're like, they've got it all set up. Like they know where they're cool. going to be tomorrow yeah. and all this stuff. And they were sweating my BMW motorcycle and kind of like really getting up close to it and looking at all the, not the gauges, but like the screen and you know the suspension and everything. Yeah. <laughs> they were really checking it out. And we talked for about 20 minutes just outside, just about the eclipse and, you know, where they live and nice. whatever. It, it was cool. Very friendly. Did they know about the 10100? I didn't tell them that I drive a Porsche. Okay. No. They're like the only people you haven't told you have a Porsche. <laughs> Jesus, Cam. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I figured they were German. You'd be like... I got a Porsche, and they're no. like, duh, Porsche. The BMW was enough. Hey, fuck you, Tony. <laughs> fuck you, Ezekiel. Speaking of that, <laughs> nobody that I work with knows that I drive my car, even though I drive it there every day. It's parked in the parking lot every day. I should have outed you. You should. You could have outed me tonight. I happened to, well, we were having a drink before we came over here at, um, on First Street. All the people that I work with were walking down the street going to see Les Mis at the, fuck you, at the Tony. Performing Arts Center. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Ezekiel. No, fuck you, Tony. The fuck was that? I don't know. Ben that was found the most that. ridiculous shit. It was really That's funny. Something though. I would send. What are you doing? <laughs> oh no, it's a, it's a, that's a meme, boys. That was, that was the height of memeness. Oh, I see. In, in the two, two years ago. Or oh, two years ago. All right, way back then, huh? Yeah. yeah. What's your name? <laughs> don't bring my mom into this. What'd you do last night? <laughs> Oh, God.